Breaking news, as the Vin Man says, the day has finally come. Wentz Watch 2021 comes to an end with Carson Wentz being dealt to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third and a compensatory 22 second that we're going to break into because I think that's pretty much a lock to become a first. We got Jake on the white glove call-in line. Jake, what, what can you tell us about this trade? Yo, I cannot believe. Well, okay, it's just crazy that he got traded, but his compensation is even crazier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, so I didn't understand it completely at first. Uh, I like the third round this year, and I'm not wishing the guy bad luck, but I'm hoping that he plays as he played this year, so we can turn that second into a first next year. Is that what I'm reading correctly? Yeah, for the yeah, exactly. For those who don't understand, the uh, the 2022 second will turn into a first round pick if. One of two things happens. Either he needs to play 75% of the snaps, or he can play 70% of the snaps and the team makes the playoffs. If either of those two things happen, then that second turns into a first. But like you were saying, obviously, as an Eagles fan, what we're hoping for is he plays... 75% of the snaps, and they finish 2-14, and 14, and we have a top-five pick. Uh, so, you know, you like we were talking before we started recording, if he is playing terrible and he's getting to that 75% mark, there's a chance that they'd pull him, but that would make their ownership look real bad with, with them just making a trade for a quarterback and then immediately stepping away from him. So I, I think that they're going to ride with him pretty much all next year, so... I'm in the mindset that it's, barring an injury, it's pretty much guaranteed that it's going to go to a first-round pick. That's a, I kind of think the same thing. Uh, as long as he doesn't get injured, it's going to happen. Yeah. End up with a first-round pick. No, exactly. Yeah, you know what? I, even if it's in the 20s, that's two first-rounders next year. We're in rebuild mode. Oh, uh, for sure. we got Jalen starting, so, yeah. I, I'm okay with that trade. Listen, I think all, I think that's the best thing you're going to, I think that if that's you're going to get, and again, I think maybe Chicago's was better as we discussed yesterday, but for when going to, I guess, making this happen to get him off, uh, you know, to get him out of here, rather, uh, that's probably going to be the best fit and the best, uh, you know, the best trade. Yeah, and I mean, the Eagles continue to make history, being now having the largest dead cap of any team in NFL history with this move, holding on to $38 million in dead cap for this upcoming season. But after this year, you'll see that fall down greatly, and we'll be taking most of that off the books going into the 22, 23, 24 season. Uh, and like we talked previously, other moves that you're going to see, uh, Deshaun Jackson's going to be gone, Alshon's going to be gone, Marquise Goodwin, it's like we never even had yet because you're going to be gone. Uh, what's his name? Malik Jackson, he's gone. Zach Ertz, by all intents and purposes, it sounds like they're either going to cut or, or trade him. You're going to see a lot, of, a lot of changes on this team, especially on the offensive side of the ball, coming into this season with three wide receivers, a tight end, and a quarterback all, all out of here. And it kind of goes back to what we were talking about yesterday in... Do they really have all that faith in Hurts? Because 
I've seen and talked to a number of people since this trade broke asking, like, oh, does this mean Jalen Hurts is now the franchise guy? And I'm like, no, it, it does not. It means that he's most likely to be the starter for the 21 season, but he is far from a franchise quarterback. He can become that, but he's certainly not that yet. Well, the, you know, the ball's in his court right now. Um, he can, if he's going to do it, he's going to he's going to show up. Well, he's already making the first step down these guys, um, you know, out to uh, yeah, going uh, out to Texas to, to play play catch with the guy. Yeah, so okay, they're they're in the right direction, um, relieving this cap and. <laughs> they got Jalen Hurts. I'm on board with Jalen Hurts. Like I said before, I, you know, if this is what it is, I'm not sold on him completely at all um, by by any by any means. But I am uh, excited. You know, let's see what he's got. Let's let's run it with him. Let's see what he's got. Let's get the uh, other wide receivers on board. Cut our dead cap and, or cut our uh, you know the players that need to be cut and and start shaping up his team. Yeah, I uh, the only quarterback. Because obviously we're no, we're in no position to get Trevor Lawrence, so the only quarterback I'd really be intrigued in in this rookie class that isn't named Trevor Lawrence would be if if some reason Zach Wilson slips past uh, the Jets at two, I would say Miami probably isn't taking a quarterback. And then if you can make a trade with with the Falcons to jump to the four spot, I would. Uh, I'd be a little bit intrigued in going after Zach Wilson. I think he's a, a pretty high high caliber talent that I I, I, would, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to building a team around. It just all depends how much you'd have to give up. But I wouldn't think moving from six to four would be anything too incredible. And now you do have this extra compensatory second that most likely will be a first. I would like to hold on to that. I don't think it would take the sixth and a first to get up two spaces, but I don't know. But either way, he's the only rookie I'd really be interested in looking at, and the the Eagles wouldn't be doing their teams and their fans justice if they don't at least scout out these guys, because uh, what we saw in Hurts wasn't sure. overly impressive. Sure, my only concern with that is <clears throat> then then get rid of Hurts, like don't or let Hurts know let let his, let him know where he's at, only because. I don't want the same problems that we just had this year with two quarterbacks. And, you know, no, or, exactly. or maybe Hurts has a different mindset and says, you know what, bring, bring somebody on here. I'm going to show you what you got last year that you, you scored in a second round. Then then it becomes later on down the down the years, is it, um, do we give up a first when we could have had 13 or not, not give up a first, but, you know, to mm-hmm. move up. You know, do we have, do we, we should have never done that again. Then that goes back on Howie. It could be a, it could be a um, reoccurring event. Oh, but yeah. That could also make, Get him out of here too, because I'm not. I'm not the biggest Howie fan. You know that. No, neither of us are are very high on Howie anymore. Um, with with this basically being a third and a first for Wentz, that's that's not bad. It's it's a little bit less than initially I thought when when reports first came out that they you know had some buzz and some some trade battling going between the Colts and the Bears and this mystery third or fourth team I, I thought they might be able to get a little bit more but as the time went on and as it went weeks and weeks without any news it, it kind of felt like it was going to be two seconds or or you know something in that nature but to get a third and a second that I would say barring injury will be a first that's that's not bad to get a guy to take on that that contract, and it's interesting. It came right after they, the NFL announced announced the increase in salary cap. So, right. 
So right. maybe they were like, I, oh, I, this this isn't I, as... I took notes of that as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. this, this won't be as terrible to, to take on. We have an extra $5 million in salary cap spaces. This won't be as bad as we initially thought. Maybe that was kind of what pushed them to be like, all right, fine, let's do it. Like, we'll make that... Maybe it was just a third and a second. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll change that second to a compensatory second. And maybe that was what pushed it over the edge. But either way... It finally happened. We're going to be listening to all the crazy talking heads over the next number of days and weeks breaking down the trade and how the Eagles were terrible and and they ruined Carson Wentz and that he's going to go on to be a Hall of Famer on another team. Ultimately, I do think this was an organizational failure, and I really don't like all of the, the terrible bad-mouthing of Carson Wentz's character. This guy hasn't come out and said, jack bad about the team about players about anything the reports are he's very unhappy and that he wants out but he he's not saying anything bad about anybody so everybody ripping his character i think it's ridiculous i'm sure we should hear something from him too uh you know this week like that we should definitely hear something from him coming out for the cold uh within the next day or two right you would imagine yeah i would i would think that now he's officially out of philadelphia he's gonna tweet out or, or something to Indianapolis saying like hey guys super excited to be playing for a great city and great organization I'm gonna you know work my hardest to show you what you got and and may you know something along those lines just saying that he's happy to to be there in Indy and he's excited for his new future and I, I wish the best of luck to him yeah same here same here I'm ready like I said though I'm ready to move on and uh I think this this uh, soured a lot of fans too. This, this dragging on. It's not there. It's not Carson's fault. I don't think. I think it's more or less Howie trying to get the the right deal. So it's not a fault thing. It's just you know it's been going on and on. Thank God it's over. Let's move forward and uh, you know go ahead with go ahead with Hurt. Yeah, I uh, I have Carson on my fantasy team, so I'm excited to see what he can do in in <laughs> Indy. I think they they're a little light on weapons, so hopefully they'll address that in the draft, and and we'll see. They, I, I'm I'm excited to see what he can do with Frank Reich again. Time will tell. Exactly, but yeah, we told you once it would break, we'd be on here posting an emergency episode. So here we are. Be sure be sure to tune in every Wednesday night for our weekly episode, and we're, follow us on social media so you get updated whenever we post any kind of emergency episode after any breaking news. Flyers are finally back tonight after ten games uh, without or ten days without playing from the minor COVID outbreak, and then they're heading over to Lake Placid to to play. To play the Bruins on, in the outdoor game, so that'll be something really exciting to watch. Hey, is your parlay uh, still in effect with that or now? By the way, no, no. Unfortunately, the uh, they just turned it from a four leg to a three leg parlay with the Flyers. Okay. But maybe I'll I'll throw a little something down. It it's going to be tough though. They're missing six of their regular starters still uh, from close contact. I don't think any of them officially have corona, but they all came in close contact with somebody. So six of their regular starters are all out for this game and at least the next game, the outdoor game. So it's a shame. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. All, all right. right, man, let's go, go birds. Go birds. <laughs>